Hello, it's Aspen here, and you're listening to Can I Just Say Something? This episode is technically a standalone, but the idea kind of goes off of my episode I posted two weeks ago, validating someone's feelings. When you are at a low or you're doing mentally unwell, it's really hard not to hold resentment towards people that aren't there for you whether that be emotionally, physically, or just not at all. When you're in a low, it's super easy to pick things out. It's super easy to pick out how they aren't there for you, and it's hard to focus on the things that they do have to offer for you. When you're really sad or really anxious, all you want is emotional support, and not everybody is capable of giving that. When I don't receive it, I subconsciously hold resentment towards those people in my life. Once I become self-aware, I immediately try to focus on other qualities, on the positive qualities that the person has to offer. So here, I unhand you this golden episode of accepting people as they are. Your mind is your biggest enemy sometimes, but if you struggle mentally all the time, then I guess it's all the time. (laughs) But when your emotions are heightened and you're in a DTR pit, they can get in the way of your judgment and how you feel. When you're at a low point, your emotions are super strong and sometimes they're hard to understand why you feel a certain way towards something, towards someone. Like when when I first realized that I was holding resentment towards my parents, it was when I was getting weirdly annoyed at my parents. When I went away for a weekend and then I got back and they were like, how was the weekend? Da 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 da. How was it? Did you have fun? What did you do? And I gave them really short answers because I was highly annoyed and I didn't realize why. The norm would be I normally just didn't talk to them at the time, during that time. And then since I left for the weekend, they, and I wasn't in the house, they all of a sudden had things to ask me, like, how were things, are things, when I was away. But I guess I held resentment because they don't normally ask me how I'm doing on the daily when I'm in the house. They never give me any emotional support or validation. And then all of a sudden when I leave the house and I'm out of their presence, they suddenly care about how I was doing while I was outside of the house. Now, it's just but I was like, "Oh my god. What was that? Why was I so snappy?" But becoming self-aware is the first step to accepting people as they are. And as a reminder, your feelings are valid, and you have a right to feel upset or hurt that the people in your life can't be there for you the way that you want or you need. But I realized I also need to take what I can get and I and not let my resentment get in the way of you being able to accept the support that they do have to offer. So take the time to process the disappointment when you realize it. It took me months to realize that I was being shorter with my parents, da da da. I it took me months to realize that it was resentment I was holding towards them. Then I became once I became self-aware, I was able to have a good cry 
be upset about it now that I knew why I was holding all of that. (laughs) I took the time to internally accept that they can't be there for me. I did this with myself and I luckily had have Alyssa who also understands. So I was able to talk it out with her. I was able to talk I'm able to talk to my therapist. I was able to just vent to my therapist and be like, la 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 la, they aren't there for me in this way. She said apathetic things like this. My dad says things like that. And she's just like, that's awful. I'm really sorry. Like her voice scrunches up sometimes at the things that they say. And I'm like, yeah, Joni. They did these things. And it's just an outlet for me. But you can vent anybody, vent to your friends about things that they said or did that hurt you. Or vent to your parents if that person isn't already your parents and you have a good relationship with them. (laughs) Anyway. Or journal about it. Do what you need to do to process the resentment and the hurt of it and as to why you even hold that resentment towards them once you can get rid of the resentment and fully accept that they aren't there the reappreciating becomes easy so much easier first step is becoming self-aware and then moving on to acceptance and then appreciation That is the order of how I did this. I did it with my one friend a couple months ago, and then I recently just did this with my mother. For months, I wasn't able to hug her, appreciate her, and feel all (laughs) lovey. We were a hugger type of relationship with my mom, and it was because I was processing all of this resentment towards her. And when I noticed my sister Alyssa hugging her and stuff and being like, I love you, mom. I was like, I asked her, I was like, how can you do that? Alyssa said that she is at a period where she just accepted that mom can't be there for us. And I wanted to be able to get back to a place where I could do that again. Because I live with my parents. My mom does a lot for me. And I feel like my mom is just this constant person in my life that I have been going through that cycle with of appreciating her and then resenting her and then appreciating her and then resenting her. But this period of resentment lasted a while, like a couple months, half of a year probably. It went on for so long that I kind of forgot how close me and my mom were before everything happened. (laughs) After high school... I was working retail and was taking classes at the community college, and we had a lot more time to spend together. So we would go shopping all the time, go out to eat all the time. Whenever I was sad from my chronic fatigue, she would just be like, let's go out to eat. (laughs) And my mom is a funny person. She's hilarious. Like, without even trying. She's just very quirky, very crazy, and just undeniably herself. I totally forgot about that time that we were close because I've been filled with so much resentment. So anyway, I'm just realizing it. I talked to Alyssa, and I realized I wanted to be able to have that type of relationship with her again. 
by talking with Alyssa made me realize I just need to accept her for who she is. Changing her will only take more mental energy than it is to accept the way that she is now. So once I processed and accepted the way that she was, it was so much easier to feel that warmth and love for her again. I did did it without even trying. Like two weeks ago, I think two weeks ago, my mom has been sleeping in a lot because she just had hepatitis C. And I guess she needs about, she'd been sleeping till 12, one (laughs) o'clock, which is the time I get out of bed lately. So I get out of bed. She's still laying in bed at like, it was like one (laughs) o'clock. So I go and lay with her. And she hugs me. And I go, hi. She goes, I'm in And then I hug her. And then she takes her her feet and wraps them around my legs from, from her behind. I'm like, I'm like big spooning her. And I'm like, ew. I was like illing at her feet. And she goes, why ew? She goes, you came out of my cuckoo. And I crack up. And I... And then I go back to my room while she, you know, continues to pray. And she goes downstairs and she's like, I love the smell of coffee in the morning. And I was like laughing at her. I was like, you're so funny. She's like, what? You have to appreciate the little things in life. And I was laughing so hard. She's so comical. She's so cheesy, but like exudes positivity when she's feeling okay. <laughs> and it's fun to be around and Melissa also made me realize too she was like mom is always happy to see you she's always whenever I see her it's like she smiles really big she's like hi even when she's come home from work and I'm just like made me re-realize I'm like you're so right she really is if you you know interact with her da 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 and after when I went downstairs she continued to crack me up because I was helping her with her laundry. Anyway, she was just being hilarious. And when Alyssa got home from work, I was just telling her, I was like, all these funny things that mom did that made me laugh. And Alyssa was laughing too. And then in that moment, I realized, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm starting to reappreciate mom again. And the resentment is gone. And I, and I said that to her. I was like, oh my gosh. And she's like, that's awesome. She's like, I'm glad you're able to accept mom and enjoy her company again i was too (sighs) and my mom has a very low self-esteem so it's really important when i tell her that i appreciate her and give her hugs and etc because my mom does a lot for me um she's support fully supporting my life financially right now and she can't do that forever (laughs) So please listen. Keep listening to my podcast and tell your friends about it because my mom asks no questions about what I'm doing right now, which is kind of hurtful. But at the same time, she's at the same time, it might she might be trusting me to do what I'm doing. I don't know. It's a little hurtful that she doesn't really ask about my podcast and what I'm doing, but this that lady is the reason that I'm able to do and work on this podcast the way that I have been working on it. Life is so expensive right now. I just spent $50 at TJ Maxx buying 
face wash, lotion, hand soap, and conditioner. Contact solution. And it was like $60. And I was, I think about my mom every time I buy something and spend her money because I'm like, wow, this lady is supporting my life. So I can, I'm still working on myself mentally, working on more better coping skills for my mental health, and working on this huge mental health project that is this podcast. And I'm filled with so much gratitude too now with her here. I mean, filled with so much gratitude also because not everybody has a mom. Not everyone has a mom, period. Not everybody has a mom that's physically there for them or financially there for them. And I hold a lot of resentment for my mom for not being there for me emotionally, but she is there for me physically. She is there for me financially. And when I feel bad about the resentment I hold towards her, I try not to because I'm just, your feelings are valid. In it, in this world, it's so tough because people are just having kids left and right and they're not able to emotionally support them, which is really unfair. And anyway, let's not get into that actually this episode, so never mind on that. Um, But It's awesome when you can realize that everybody in your life has something to offer or they wouldn't be in your life. Me and my sister Alyssa have been basically roommates for a year now because we're both at home. And it's up to us to do all of the chores around the house because my parents are working and essentially paying for our necessities. But Alyssa has really low motivation to do things around the house anything involving maintenance of the household, dishes, cleaning the bathroom, trash, etc. I've gotten into so many bickers with her lately about, because any time she does anything around the house, it's because I have asked her to several times. And it's really hard for me to not raise my voice. And when I do raise my voice, we get into an argument and she says, I don't have as much motivation as you do to do things around the house. And I'm like, well, you need to work on your depression. And it gets really ugly. And I have been harder on her and more annoyed because I am realizing that Alyssa has really bad habits. And I am trying to condition her to, to be better to live with because When me and Alyssa move out, it's just going to be me and her. And I don't want to get burned out by reminding her to have to do everything. And so the anxiety in me has just been harping on her. And then I'll ask her calmly and then I'll get irritated. But we've been getting into so many fights lately regarding her low motivation to do things around the house. When I do get annoyed, I really I have been thinking to myself, about how much Alyssa does for me, how much she gives me, how much emotional support that Alyssa has provided me. Anytime I feel a really anxious ball in my stomach or I'm just like, oh, I'm, I'm just feeling sad and she'll offer, she'll be like, do you want to talk about it? And Alyssa's amazing. She's the best person I could have ever asked to be my companion in life. She's truly the smartest person, the smartest, most intelligent person I'll ever come across to in this lifetime. And it's crazy that she, I get to have her as my person. 
Anyway, um, she's my person, and I so anytime I have an issue, I have a problem, she has an answer. She has some sort of rational way of thinking about it, rational way of going out about things. Anytime I ask her a question about life, about something general, she always has a response to formulate. And what she has is a gift, and I'm lucky that I get to be around her all the time, every day of my life. And so when I get really annoyed at her lack of motivation to do things around the house. I just think about the big scheme of things. Everybody in your life has their strengths, is motivated in a different way. My mom is motivated in, she'll always do things for other people. Like if you need to borrow a pair of work pants from her and you're like, oh my gosh, mom, I love these pants. Where did you get them? She'll be like, you can, you can, you can keep them if you want. Like, she'll literally take things off of her back and give them to you. I don't know if it's the maternal instinct in her, but but probably is. If you want something, she'll buy it. If you are craving some sort of food, she'll go out and get it. If you've been unmotivated from depression, she'll clean your bathroom. But Alyssa is the complete opposite. Complete opposite. When you're feeling down or about something, she will listen and give you all that she has till you feel better because Alyssa knows what it's like to struggle and so she'll do what she can in her power to make sure that you feel emotionally supported. Make sure that you are validated because that is what she would want. So in the grand scheme of things, when you feel resentment creeping up, just be like, what do they offer me in my life? Why do I keep them around? It's important to realize and recognize everybody's different giving styles. I came up with physical, emotional, and financial. They are there for you physically. They provide you access service when you truly need it. Such as, they come over your house to watch a movie with you when you're really depressed and you need physical support. And you don't want to be alone. An example of physical support in my life is my mother, which I mentioned. And then there's emotional support. They listen to why you're so sad, give you advice on what you should do, that they know that it's hard, that you're going through a tough time, and you can get through it. Like Alyssa provides me a lot of my emotional support in life. And then I wrote down financial because they, maybe they're willing to give you a place to stay if you got kicked out and you can't make rent like they're willing to give you what they have even though it's nothing to help you through a shitty situation that you are like my dad he's letting me stay here my dad doesn't provide me any physical support any emotional support but he i wrote down financial i don't know how else to describe it but yeah he lets me stay here even though he thinks it's really difficult to live with me but he still loves and cares about me so and then lastly since this episode is called Accepting People As They Are, you might have people in your life that give you none of these. And when you are going through such a tough time or at a really low low, it hurts. That one hurts the most, I think, because then it's like, wow, you really don't, you really aren't there for me in any way, shape, or form. And, but the reason that they are in your life is probably the only reason is they're a family member. Yep. So, I mean, she's technically not in my life, really. I don't 
I'm talking about one of my sisters. I don't really see her on a regular basis. She never comes home. And I think a lot of it has to do with the resentment of my parents. So I recently had a talk with her and I told her how much it hurt that she never reaches out, even though she knows I'm going through such a tough time. And so she calls me a lot more often, but I mean, it's nice to hear from her and that she's doing good, but I'll just say a bunch of things and she'll just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll listen and not really say anything. I'll go on a vent, I'll go on a rant and basically nada. But she is my sister and I do see her on the holidays and it's just nice knowing she's alive and well but I can't say that I receive anything from her right now at least at this point in my life and I'm not scared that she is gonna hear this because lo and behold I told her about this podcast she had no reaction really she was like that's awesome uh hasn't listened to an episode single episode to support me that I know of doesn't ask me about the project, nothing. Um, so yeah, that one probably stings the most because there's really nothing to be like, oh, they do this for me. Um, listen, I still love and appreciate her. I love her. She's my sister. But for the sake of this video, I'm throwing her under the bus. But yes, that one was probably the hardest to accept that she just is living her own life because she's a PhD student and she has her own friends and never makes plans with us. And you know what? I don't know if it's because she relates me to some kind of childhood trauma because my parents weren't there emotionally. I don't know what it is, but she's very distant. And that is when I first learned about accepting people as they are. You know, you just have to ex stop getting, I had to stop getting upset that she couldn't be there for me she didn't reach out and I just had to accept that that is what it is. And once I was able to accept that that is the way that she is, it was a lot easier to be around her when I, you know, the few times, the few times that I see her. There was a lot of, there was a lot of resentment in the past with her, but um, life is too short to hold resentment. So I became I, I became self-aware and then I learned to accept it. And on that note, I think that wraps everything up. My episodes have been surprisingly short lately, but, you know, it's good. Good for me because I get to pump out episodes more regularly. Thank you so... Thank you so much for listening. I, like, you don't know how much it means to me that you're listening because this whole project is a huge gamble <laughs> huge gamble I'm risking a lot of money that i could be making working um risking a lot of time mental energy so yeah if you enjoyed my podcast i would appreciate it if you could give it a rating through whichever platform you're listening on if you have any questions comments you can write a i just looked myself up on apple podcast apparently i can write a review so if you write me something nice um i probably will cry and if you send me a comment or some sort that's positive in any way i will also cry um but if you've been enjoying my content please share it with anybody that you know that's either gen z or struggles mentally has emotionally unavailable parents <laughs> stuck in a place in life they don't know how to get out of it anybody 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 
doesn't hurt to just tell them about it because I am still new, still relying on word of mouth. Yes. So thank you for listening to Can I Just Say Something? This is Aspen signing off. You guys will hear from me next week. But yeah, I love you guys for listening and good day.